thank you for speaking to me. Would you mind introducing yourself to those who may not know you? Hello, yes. My name's Elena Pasquarella, and I am running for the District 24th District Office of Congress. Great. And then how do you think your previous experiences have prepared you for a congressional seat? That's a really good question. So I'm not your typical politician, as it were. I've been a public school teacher. I've been um, a small business owner. I've been a photojournalist as well. And presently, I'm, I'm a caretaker for my mother who has Alzheimer's. I'm also a union member. So with all those experiences in mind, I am kind of more like your average citizen, right? I've been working with an organization here in Ojai for the past three years called the U.S. Department of Peace. We act locally, but think globally. Yeah, that's all great. You definitely have a more relatable perspective to your constituents. You mentioned a few issues already, but what are some major issues you're hoping to address? So first and foremost, and the reason I did this was to let people know that we need to get involved in our political system. And then October 7th happened in Gaza. And so my focus really shifted. And I realized that I really need to be involved and I really need to bring awareness to the issue of the military industrial complex. So every day I'm doing something um, to make people aware of what's happening in Gaza because it's all connected. The fact that our country is allowing this to happen with the continual support of the the money to Israel, the military aid. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, brought that up because I saw recently you denounced Carbajal's position on the military supplemental vote, for those who don't know, is bringing the Senate passed bipartisan bill for national security, which would be $95 billion to the floor for a vote. Could you care to like explain that and what you would hope to do instead as a congresswoman? So yeah, that just happened. And it what it does, it just continues to perpetuate war all over the world. So we're trying to have all these fronts that we're fighting on. Is it China, Russia, Middle East? So it's... Um, investing all our income in war efforts. One of the other things that really was sad about that bill was that it was also going to stop funding to UNRWA. And UNRWA is the United Nations uh, organization that's been giving aid to the refugees. And at this moment, when there's so much need, I would go for House Bill, House Resolution Bill 1111, which is a bill proposed by Barbara Lee, the uh, representative from Oakland. And what it does is it cuts the military spending in half and uses any funds that we can take from that and invest domestically in peace building initiatives. So we have Mm -hmm. to get our priorities straight. And that's why I believe the military industrial complex has a hold over our government. We need to change that. And um, the military needs to be, and the corporate interests need to be out of our government. There's a conflict of interest there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really important point of the conflict of interest. And um, I've seen you've built a lot of your campaign around this idea of peace. Could you explain like the significance of that to you and what that means and how you're trying to apply that as a congresswoman? Yeah. And so um, I think we need to like start like in our own communities, right? When I go down the street and I see a homeless person and I, and I wonder, you know, um, I hope there's some services that will care for them. It just, it just hurts my heart. And I feel, I feel like I should be doing something and I am doing something but not enough, I feel. Um, so so peace is here, like these issues are our local peace issues, right? So if we're not at peace here, then it's hard for us to be at peace on a wider scale. We should have services with our government that do that. I mean, that's, that's why we have government. That's why we have our taxes is because government is supposed to take care of us. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's definitely something 
think many people can relate to, um, seeing all these issues with um, homelessness. You're talking about governmental policies to help that. Do you have any specific ways you'd like to implement these, either locally or nationally? Well, it's, it's a local issue, right? But we could use the money and grants from the the federal government. And actually, we have a program that is now going to be um, started here to provide housing. What they really do need is like a, a housing situation where they have their own space and they can have an address and, and have the social services kind of more like a tiny homes project. But I definitely feel that um, if we're not spending the money on the military, that we would have the funds to do projects like this. Yeah, that seems great. For climate change, I know that's especially for younger generations. It's a primary issue in 2024, this election cycle. Um, Do you have any specific plans for addressing this issue? Well, cutting the military will be a great start because it's one of the major problems and one of the major polluters in climate change. Yeah, climate change is huge. We have to cut the fossil fuels we have to look at alternatives and we have to create, well, so wind, solar, right? Regenerative farming. That's another thing I really want to get back into is, is the idea of working with nature, not against it. And, um, and on that same line is the whole issue of pesticides that are used. That's very detrimental to the environment and our water sources as well. But most of all, it's detrimental to the people who work in farming and agriculture. What type of society do we live in that we say that you know, they're kind of dispendable. Like we have a workforce that uh, we can just replace them quite easily. And that's just not acceptable. And and that's where I feel like our humanity is lacking in our policies. We're just thinking of money and businesses, and we're not looking at the humanity involved when we're doing our policies. Going off of what you're talking about with farm workers, I know a lot of the majority of our workers in agriculture happen to be illegal immigrants. I'm curious to know what your views are on that and like border security and immigration, especially in California. Right. And it's not all of them are undocumented, right? Um, But there is a portion that are, correct? And for that, I'd say um, to deal with that, and part of the reason that that's a problem is that, like I said, the industry, I think, promotes that type of worker, undocumented workforce, so that it can keep the wages low, right? And it stops them from being able to unionize in, in the workforce and such. So I would propose like a a work program so that they could have a visa to work here. So it would be better because then they could work here and then go home because they love Mexico and they love their country and then come back when the season starts again. And that would solve quite a bit of problems. But again, if we weren't spending all this money on the military industrial complex, we could help our neighbors, right? and Mm -hmm. work with them and maybe have programs for economic development in Central America to help their economies be strong so that the people don't have to leave their homes and say, how are we causing the people to migrate to our country and look at those issues as well? Yeah, that's super insightful. I guess, is there anything else you would like to add for this and what you would like people to know um, who may be voting for you this election? The time for change has come in our country. And it's up to us to be informed. It's up to us to vote. I think a lot of people can appreciate that sentiment. Thank you again so much for speaking with me. I think that's about all the time we have, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
In an email after this interview, Pascarella asked to add that another big concern she plans to tackle is the national debt of $33 trillion to pay off rather than continue to fund international wars and has a peace promoter's plan to get 100,000 votes to win the election and ask people to visit voteforpeace2024.com for more information on her and her campaign. With KCSB News, I'm Emily Kimmel.